Thanks to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Glad to have this man back. He's District 5 Republican, great state of Arizona. It's Andy Biggs. Andy, how are you? Good to see you. Good to see you, Joe. Thanks for having me. A consequential week, for sure. Uh, you had the vote to, or the debate to vacate, then the vote to, to vacate, and it was successful to get um, Kevin McCarthy out of the Speaker's chair. L- listen, nobody should have been surprised by this, just my opinion, and you can tell me if you agree or disagree. In January, this was the deal. You want the gavel, do as we say, do as you promised, and the guy just didn't do it, right? Yeah, I think that's a fair assessment. Let's, let's, let's consider the history the one one person motion to vacate has been in place for 200 years. The only time it came out was when um, Nancy Pelosi became speaker and she wanted to protect herself, and the speak and Mr. McCarthy wanted to keep that same protection. We said no, no, you gotta you gotta uh, have a one vote because you're making a, a series of promises. You gotta keep them. Yeah. And Joe, uh, I I don't, you know, it's a sad. It was a sad thing, of course. Wish we didn't have to do it, but if you're going to make change, then you're going to have to make a change, and sometimes that's painful. But it doesn't have to be long-term painful. It should right. be short-term painful and move into a more optimal path, and that's what I'm trying to do. People have been lying, Andy, since this happened. They said that Matt Gates and you voted with the Democrats. That's not true. They voted with you. Why do you think the Democrats made that move? To me, I think they were trying to play the long game to say, look at the chaos and the mayhem over the Republican side. So we had a vote as a block to make sure that we showed who the adults were in the room. I think it's going to blow up in their face because now they're going to get, they're going to get a more conservative speaker um, by, by voting to get rid of McCarthy. They actually had a friend in McCarthy in many ways. Yeah, I'll be honest with you. I, I, I did not expect it to be successful. I was When I was interviewed about it, I said, I don't think it's going to be successful because I think the Democrats are going to vote to retain McCarthy. Why? Because, I mean, McCarthy uh, gave him their the debt ceiling stuff that yes. they wanted. He gave Joe Biden uh, this massive debt uh, debt ceiling that he wanted. So, so you got the CR you want, you got the debt ceiling you want. So, uh, I, I was a bit surprised to be frank with you until uh, the morning of. I started hearing that Democrats, uh, you know, Hakeem Jeffries said, "No, we're gonna we're not going to protect Kevin McCarthy." I found it to be very strange. I'm kind of glad they didn't because now, as I said, you're going to get somebody more conservative in there. Let's talk a little bit about what you mentioned, though. The debt ceiling, um, that, that whole negotiation wasn't a negotiation. He got rolled by the Biden team. He went there because you guys said, okay, $1.5 trillion is way too much as it is, but that's the limit we'll go to. And he left with an unlimited uh, debt limit. This, there is no ceiling until March of 2025. You can literally spend all the money you want and not do anything until March 2025, which is, of course, after the next presidential election. What was the thought process there, Andy? You walk in with 1.5, you leave with 2 or 4 or $6 trillion, and and he tried to say that, that he got a win. That wasn't a win. Yeah, now don't forget, I was one of four people who, who said no to that 1.5 because it was way too much. It is. I told him at the time, I said, and I, and I said this on my floor speech, I said, Kevin McCarthy was honest with you. He said that would be your, his starting point, and he, it was his starting point. And basically, he, he gave Joe Biden what Joe Biden's two cr- criterion were: um, no debt ceiling, and and you you don't you don't revisit it again until after the November 2024 presidential election. So I, I just thought at that point I said, well, what happened there? What happened there, man? I, I and, mean, and what did he say? Did he give you guys a reason at least? No, he defended it. Says great deal, marvelous deal. Uh, this is the deal. Best deal we could get, man. Best deal we could get. It's Andy Biggs, District 5 Republican, great state of Arizona, um, a member of the House Judiciary and Oversight and Reform Committees. I I, got to tell you, in watching this whole thing go down Monday, 
seeing Elise Stefanik, who I like. She represents the district where I used to live in upstate New York. And uh, she seems to be reasonably conservative. For her to take the microphone and say, well, he got the border deal done to make our border more safe. He got the energy deal done to make our gas and energy prices go down. And maybe I'm living in a bizarre world, but neither one of those things happened. Yeah, two things about it. Number one, uh, gas is uh, over seven bucks a gallon in California. It's over five bucks a gallon in my my hometown in Arizona. So he didn't bring the the gas prices down, and you're still you're eleven to fifteen thousand people illegally entering the country every day. Uh, you know, fentanyl pouring, pouring through, drug sex trafficking. We don't control the border. What I think she meant to say is the House passed out HR one, which is the energy bill, and HR two, which is a border security bill, and then they've been sitting in the Senate. But part of the problem about that, Joe, is part of, one of the things I said early on, uh, before, you know, actually when I was running against Kevin, is you need somebody who knows how to leverage where you have leverage points. Right. And our, our biggest leverage points is always going to be the, the, the purse strings, the spending. And why is that? Because that's the way the founders designed the Constitution. And our speaker didn't see it that way. In fact, he blew up the, the 12 budget uh, bills. And, and basically didn't get that job done. And what happens is you get this kind of quasi-monolithic single vote for the entire budget type right. program. And that's how, you, how come you can't ever get anything fixed around uh, D.C. Well, with the new speaker, will it be broken into, into 12 separate bills? I talked to Rand Paul the other day. He prefers it that way. Should not be one big fat omnibus bill, some big fat budget like like Pelosi put in place. You should break them out. Will you be able to do that now or not? Well, I mean, every one of the candidates is talking about doing another uh, continuing resolution. Every one of them that's running now. And by the way, it is a federal law passed in 1974 that we do 12 bills. And the House has to pass them, get them over to the Senate by the end of June every year. And you know what? It hasn't happened in 25 years. And during that same 25 years, Congress has passed 130 continuing resolutions, which are single uh, bills that take in all of the government funding and the policies that go with that funding. So how do you stop it? You just need a speaker that'll say we're not going to do it anymore? Yeah, in fact, I have I have um, told one of the candidates who uh, reached out to me, and several have reached out to me. I said, I'm begging you, please, tell if you get elected on Wednesday, I want you to please Wednesday night say, we are starting tomorrow morning at 9 a.m., and we're going to go 24-7 till we get those 12 bills done, the rest of the 12 bills. We already got four bills done. Until we get the rest of the 12 bills done, and if once that's done, it's going to the Senate. And if we did that, I bet you anything, the Senate would have two, two and a half weeks to consider it, and they would fail. And But it would be the Senate's failure. The House would have finally done its job. And that's what I was begging this uh, this uh, individual to do, and I don't know that he bought onto it. Well, I hope that, that they will. I know that we're talking, by the way, it's Andy Biggs, District 5 Republican, great state of Arizona. Go to biggs.house.gov. We, we're hearing Jim Jordan. We're hearing Steve Scalise. Some are floating the name Donald Trump. I think you would be a great speaker. I'm not sure if you're going to be in the running for this. I, I, I hope that you will be. But what does it look like for you right now? What, what is your perspective on it? Many people are leaning Jordan. Some are still saying Scalise. Trump says he'll do it for 90 days on an interim basis if you want. What, what does it look like from your vantage point? Well, uh, nothing would be more fun to have Donald Trump be your speaker. Would it? I mean, <laughs> that, every, it would be amazing. Would be would be a crack up. Right. Uh, so so, but I don't think that's going to happen. So it's it's really between three people: Kevin Hearn of Oklahoma, uh, uh, Steve Scalise of of Louisiana, and Jim Jordan, Ohio. Uh, I told I told Jim. I've told others that have asked me uh, who are also inquiring. I said, look, you can't. I can't 
even privately tell you that I think you're gonna you'd be the a great one because if that ever were to get out were to get out, feelings are so bad right now. I lose about 125 votes for you immediately if you were wow. somehow associated with me. So uh, I think um, I think that we could come together fast. I think everybody would agree with the strategy I laid out if if any of those leaders would say we're going 24 seven. We're gonna get these things done. And um, we're going to give them over to the Senate. And if you have to do something beyond that, then the, then you then you have a negotiating deal. But you will have already put the leverage against the Senate. But this notion that we're going to do another CR for a month or so, I heard somebody say uh, till next March or April today. And I, one of the candidates and I'm like, what? I, I mean, where do you why do you think that's going to be this great uh, leverage against the Senate. I just don't see it. And, and by the way, the CRs are still uh, at the COVID rate, right? We, you, we still haven't rolled it back okay. to pre-COVID. No, that's right. Because because when you do a CR, you're living at the at the spending rate of the last budget, which was the Pelosi, Schumer, and uh, Biden budget from that big omnibus package last December. So Nancy Pelosi is still basically holding the purse strings. That's right. Come on, Andy, this, it, it, it is completely untenable. And we had Biden today walks out and says he's cut the debt. But today, today he said he cut the debt by a trillion. He cut the deficit by 1.7 trillion. None of those things are true. We have a much higher debt now than we did when he took office. How he can make anybody believe what he's saying is nuts to me. The economy is screwed and Congress is spending as if we're just starting the pandemic again. What am I missing? Well, you're, you're not missing anything. I mean, uh, look, and don't forget the border. I mean, so so Joe Biden basically can lie with impunity because the left wing media, they're not left wing. They're left wing radicals. They are actually extremists. I yes. mean, they call they call us extremists, but they are the extremists because they want to rebuild this country into some kind of Marxist um, Potemkin village, quite frankly. Yeah. That's what they want. And uh, so they'll say they'll lie. And they expect Americans to believe that when you go get gas and you're paying five, six, seven bucks a gallon, that, oh, yeah, things are really great. Um, when you're spending more for a loaf of bread than you ever have in, in your lifetime, oh, yeah, Biden's economy is great. When you see fentanyl pouring across and you know that more than 10 million people, by the time he will have left office, it, 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 his term is up, more than 10 million people will illegally have left this, uh, entered this country, you're, you're losing 300 people a day to fentanyl overdose, uh, San Francisco alone, three a day. I mean, wow. when people believe this stuff, um, because of the education system, I guess, uh, I don't know, maybe, who knows? Who knows what it is? But to me, it's absolutely mind-boggling. They will label you and I as, as fanatics, liars, and extremists, but they're the ones that are blowing this thing up. I mean, we, we saw yesterday when Karine Jean-Pierre was, Pierre was asking, answering questions about the border wall that they're now going to build somehow. Um, she kept on saying they are ineffective. It doesn't work. We don't really want to do it, but we're forced by law to do it. Now, Andy, I'm just going to paint a quick picture here and tell me if you think I, I've got this down right. When Trump was the president, he literally was just enforcing the laws on the books on the border. We had the lowest rate of people coming across illegally than we've seen in 50 or 60 years. He had zero tolerance, which was we're just going to follow the law, stay in Mexico, Title 8, Title 42, and convinced Mexico by, by threatening taxes and tariffs to put military on the border with Guatemala and put military on our border with Mexico. It all worked. 
Those were all thrown out the window and the laws were ignored as soon as Joe Biden signed all those executive orders. Is it believable to anybody who's got a brain that they, they now have to build the wall because the law says so? They've ignored every other law I just outlined, yet this one they have to do. And, and I think you and I know why they're doing it, because what, what's happening at the border is going to lose them every election next year. Um, but is there any truth whatsoever in they have to follow this law when they've ignored all the rest of them? Yeah, there's nothing. I mean, yes, they have to follow this law, but they but they a lawless uh, regime. They've not followed any other law. Right. This is, but, but this one they have to. Yeah, this is purely political, Joe. And you know, and I know it. I mean, I, I, your, your question is semi rhetorical. They know. They know that the only reason that they're going to build any fence is is for some kind of photo op. And Joe, mind you, I'll believe that they build some fence when I see it. Mayorkas went to Yuma uh, almost 18 months ago and said, I'm going to fill in those nine gaps through which all these people are flooding. Ask me how many are filled in? Zero. Yeah. Zero, Joe. And that's because they don't believe that. But this is all performance art. It's It's not real. Uh, and that's kind of where they are, uh, and that's where they are in everything. Well, isn't it true that just a month or so ago they were selling $300 million in materials for 2 or $3 million? Didn't they already pay all the contractors to not build the wall? How is it that all of a sudden today they're building the wall? And then Karine Jean-Pierre says, this has been around since June. This isn't new, which is not true. Overnight they put something on the web saying that they're going to build a border barrier. Yeah. Why do they think we'll just buy it? Is it because of what you said earlier, the complicit media? Yeah, I mean... So they're indoctrinated when they when people people who are coming out of school in the last 10 years have all been indoctrinated. And so a lot of them believe that garbage. And then you've got the, the left wing media. I mean, you've got even some conservative media that will will tout the line uh, of, of of the Biden administration. But the but reality is they've they've left this go. And Joe, you mentioned under Trump. Let me give you an example. Uh, just by enforcing the law with Title Nine, excuse me, Title Eight and Title Forty Two, in the in uh, the entire fiscal last year that Trump was president, yeah, uh, fewer than nine thousand people apprehended in the entire Yuma sector crossing yeah. the border. You know what it is? It's now that about every every ten days. That's that's the difference when you enforce the law and when you don't. And so they're flat out lying when they say. Uh, it's, it, yeah, this, they'll say fences don't work, but we have to do it by the law. Well, I'll believe that you build a fence when I see the fence. And I, and, um, I, I, just, I just don't – these guys are not trustworthy. Right. Uh, they're authoritarians and liars. And they're always playing the long game to, to control the narrative going into the next election, which is what we're seeing. It's uh, Andy Biggs, uh, District 5 Republican, great state of Arizona. Let's finish up circling back to, to the, the vote next week for speaker. Um, do you, you said you think it will get done Wednesday. Um, and, and any comment that you have about people allegedly on our side, I'm not a Republican, I'm a conservative, um, but people who are allegedly on our side attacking people like you for voting to vacate McCarthy, which seemed to be the right conservative thing to do. Any thoughts on that? Will it get done Wednesday? Well, I hope it gets done Wednesday because if it, if it gets done Wednesday, we can actually um, do the, do the floor floor action on the other bills. But don't forget, you got you could do committee action on those other two bills that have never made it out of appropriations. So I hope it gets done on Wednesday. And now your other part of your question, yeah, people are are really uh, raw and and mad and angry, and they're entitled their to their opinion. Um, I've been threatened every which way from. Uh, you know, from primaries, uh, spending millions of dollars against me, recruiting against me, to be expelled from 
the Republican caucus to be expelled from the House of Representatives, all of this, you know, and um, and the reality is they all voted for the rule last January. Right. Uh, and and we thought that it was time to do it. And we did it. And now they're they're beefed about it. Um, you know, if if anybody voted with Democrats, it was on the debt ceiling when uh, uh, a majority of, uh, you know, uh, Democrats, all the Democrats, but one voted for it. And the vast majority of Republicans voted for something that would uh, basically emasculate our our uh, economy. It's important to note that that more Democrats voted for it than Republicans. That should tell you everything you needed to know. Um, maybe 10 seconds on this, Andy. Do you think that the, the one vote to vacate should remain? Because a lot of people, even on our side, are saying it's got to be four or five. No, I think, look, there are other ways to, to get around it. One was the tabling motion. It failed. Another one was to assign it to a committee. He chose not to go that route. Uh, I think it needs to remain one. Um, and some of the candidates said a few days ago they thought it should remain one, but now they're changing their tune. It's very strange to me. I'm not, we're all going to be watching this with bated breath. I hope that we get somebody very conservative, somebody who's going to actually toe the line, and somebody who's not going to give in to the pressures from the moderate right, like those in, in, in the Senate that allowed Nancy Pelosi's budget to be the one that we live by. Andy, I appreciate you coming on. A District 5 Republican, great state of Arizona. Go follow him everywhere. It's Andy Biggs. Andy, thank you. Hey, thanks, Joe. Good seeing you. All right, brother. We're back after this. Stay right here. You're listening to Joe Pags. Really appreciate Andy Biggs coming on, District 5 Republican, great state of Arizona. He's one of the eight that said, yeah, McCarthy's got to go. Update, McCarthy is now saying, I'm not leaving. He's denying any reports that have said, there are reports out there saying he's going to leave possibly resign and step down because he's not the speaker anymore. He says that's not true. He's not going anywhere. So uh, that's good news. If if you're like me, you think the guy should certainly serve out his term and work hard to make sure we bring conservatives, uh, conservatism back. There is an update on the Trump case as well out of New York. Have that when we come back. Stay here. This is the Joe Pegg Show.